0: Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real Dragon Slayer, author and entrepreneur's sales coach. Tune in weekly for Human Conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. So grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy. Here is your host, Jules White.
1: So welcome to The Human Conversation. This is episode 21 with the fabulous Eleanor Gould. I'm one of my dear friends now, and I don't care whether she minds me calling her that because I just have. So she is a second time guest on the show, and, but she was way back, episode two, I think, Eleanor. Is that right? Yep, yeah, I was, yeah. Well, welcome, my lovely. It's so nice to see you. Hello. Hello and thank you for having me back
0: (laughs) so soon.
1: Well, you must have been good the first time because I've had you back again. So um, the, you, the first time we spoke, episode two, we talked all about LinkedIn, which is one of my favourite platforms and obviously yours. And we that's where we met, actually, I think, isn't it, originally? That's right. Yeah. Um, so we had a, a fantastic episode around LinkedIn. So if you have never listened to episode two, go back and find it, because it was a really great episode where we gave, uh, well, Eleanor gave us all the golden nuggets of how you set up your LinkedIn profile so that was super and talked about content, but today it's going to be a little bit different We're going to talk a little bit more about um, We're calling it the truth about freelancing because Yeah, Ellen's actually the founder of creative copywriting And her new venture is the Utterly Compelling Academy. How exciting Mm. is that? (sighs) Thank you. Yeah, the Utterly Compelling
0: Academy is basically the home of my online courses. So I think the last time we talked about my utterly compelling LinkedIn content creator course, I've also got an utterly compelling email storyteller course and copywriter. And my latest one is the utterly compelling freelancer. So not as long. (laughs) So yeah, this this is quite a bumper course actually. And it's basically all my experience of being a, um, a freelance copywriter condensed into a course all the things all the mistakes I learned along the way really so I can help other freelance copywriters I'm quite passionate about that because I see especially on LinkedIn people asking questions about freelancing people get stuck on price about usp about how to build a freelancing business and i see a lot of conflicting advice and it's very confusing and i've been there you know yeah. you've got imposter syndrome you don't quite know your value you don't quite know where to start then you get comparisonitis it can be a bit of a minefield so i put together this course to help people new to freelancing find their way and really boost their business because you know it can be so difficult and quite a lonely venture as well. And it's easy to look at other people and compare yourself when really there's no need. You just need to, you know, be your be yourself as much as you can, especially in freelancing you can do that.
1: Yeah, I think the comparisonitis thing is really poignant, isn't it? I know I've mm-hmm. done it. I still do it at times. I really do because I'll see somebody who's very visible and they're out there, they're getting chosen for things and their books are on the bookshelves. Um, and I'm sitting here thinking, oh, my stuff's better than theirs. And why aren't I there? And, and of course I'm not there because I haven't made it happen myself, you know, and actually I'm different to them anyway. I am unique. Yeah, you've, so.
0: Everybody's got a different path and that's a uh, really important point actually Jules because we see other people and they're at different parts of their journey and we don't know what's going on you know behind the scenes so often it's not uh, all as it seems so comparing yourself to others yeah you can have benchmarks and have people who inspire you and you look up to sure but at the end of the day we've all got our own unique path and you know my course is not uh, prescriptive at all. I don't have some methodology that you have, you absolutely have to follow. Because, uh, as I say, throughout the course, it's I always say, you know, do what works for you and test, test, test. So, that's the main, you know, 10 minutes of the course to provide value and do what works for you. And I, I keep on saying that throughout, I'm like a parrot, really. But, but yeah, so <laughs> that's what I'm really all about at the moment because I've seen so many people fall decide you know stop freelancing and it's such a shame because there's so many talented people out there you know graphic designers photographers writers who are really amazing got these great gifts to give to the world and help other businesses and consumers and customers and that they give up because they've been sold this dream of what it's like this whole we're gonna make six figures, seven figures, whatever. Yeah. Freelancing is wonderful, you haven't got your own boss. Well actually you have got more of them. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> your clients. Oh, and the worst boss in the world, you yes. <laughs> I don't know, but I am I am the, I'm a terrible boss of myself. I, am. Way I don't let myself stop working, you know. So yeah. you've got all these other challenges as well.
1: I love, um, I love that, Eleanor. Yeah. I love that talking about, um, I just want to sort of focus on that for a minute. The fact that you are your own boss. So it's so true, isn't it? It's almost like um, the boundaries have gone when you're your own boss, you know, um, because we can so easily move them because it's up to us. I find I'm sitting working through the evening, you know, I might be working yeah. till late at night. Um, if I had a boss, I very much doubt they would make me sit at my desk in the office until 10, 11 o'clock at night. They'd probably have let me go home at some point. Um, but, yeah, I don't let myself Possibly. go <laughs> Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, at least you'd be getting paid overtime for it. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? So I think it's about having boundaries, isn't it, with that kind of thing, when you're talking about being your own boss. That's really important.
0: Yeah, having that time to take time out, that's really important. Important because without that you don't actually grow you, as a creative freelancer you don't get the the inspiration and it can you know permeate through other areas of your life into your relationships everything if you don't take that time out it's so important okay. but it's you know like you say when how i've got when you're running your own business you are running the show light bulb goes out You can't phone you know services come and do the light bulb you've got to change it mm. something happens with your computer that's your problem mm. you know mostly most freelancers don't have the funds to outsource to vas all over the world like uh you know you can when you you're in a salary position you just delegate that or or phone up some department when you're freelancing you are on your own for the most part yeah very
1: much and the decisions
0: and accountability is all down to you
1: yeah very much so where do we start with this conversation I guess I'd like the definition of freelancer how about that one to start you off
0: well yeah I've heard it bandied around before that we shouldn't really use the term free because (laughs) people have that in their mind straight away Uh, freelancing now with the explosion of the internet and internet marketing and online services, it's kind of changed, hasn't it? I think the definition has changed. Technically, an entrepreneur is a freelancer. Yeah. So, you know, when I say freelancer, I'm encompassing anybody who's running their own business as a solo entrepreneur or mm. who's giving their services. Uh, via a contract usually Mm. that kind of uh, that that's who I'm defining the the person who's on their own the person who needs that bit of help and extra support the community around them they're the people I'm targeting people like me when I first started out I had for me it was um, choice and a lot of it was necessity you know not everybody goes oh they're sitting in their office nine to five oh I hate this I'm going to be a freelancer yes that's a lot of them but some people become freelance because they're made redundant or it's necessity. They have to be a freelancer. Yeah. Not everyone jumps into this thing. Oh, I've got an entrepreneur's mindset. Yeah. And this is really key as well that we have those skills. Like I'm a writer. When I started out, yes, I can write. I didn't know how to sell. Yeah. I didn't know how to sell my services. And this yeah. is, you know, where you've come in and that's how we met, of course. Yeah. And I've, I covered this in the, in the course as well, that, you've got to sell your surf services every single day. You've got to be filling up that sales funnel. You you know, marketing is not part of the business. Marketing is the business. And as a freelancer, you need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> and this is again where a lot of freelancers fall down and get into that feast and famine cycle. So they've got lots of work, one minute, no work, the next and they haven't been keeping their pipeline full the whole time that they've you know been in the feast stage if you like so yeah Yeah.
1: and that's really important pipeline's one of the things I tend to cover in uh, more probably my corporate work but actually in in an entrepreneurial capacity your pipeline's just as important because you've got to be always as you say putting things in otherwise what happens is you come to that kind of desperate place Well, actually, I'm only talking to three people at the moment and none of them have said yes yet. And And that feeling, and everybody will resonate with this, I know if they're listening, that feeling of, oh my goodness, if these all say no, there's nothing else out there. So, yep, you know, exactly. but, but actually we're responsible for that. We are responsible for, the, for being the one who is always putting those opportunities in because the opportunities mm-hmm. are the ones that then turning into, into that business through the pipeline. So it's really yeah. important part, isn't it? I think as yeah. well, it's kind of that now you are in a position, you're wearing every hat. You know, that's mm-hmm. the fact of it, isn't it? As you said, yeah. we are solopreneurs. Um, so unless you've got a lot of disposable income to either employ people or you know hire them out um, other freelancers in essence Mm -hmm. you are really responsible for doing lots of stuff yourself so okay where do you start then Eleanor? what's what's the priority do you think
0: (laughs) well i think the priority and and this is also for people who are have been freelancing a couple of years and just it's not going anywhere Go back to the drawing board and start from the foundations and really understand exactly who your ideal client is, your USP, um, you know, your branding. Is that on point? Is it coming across in everything you do? So that's what I take you through. I take you through the foundations, like before you even left your job, what you need to do, you know, you need to connect with people. There's questions you need to ask, that you can ask other freelancers and I've listed a load of questions you can ask freelancers who are currently uh freelancing in that area you are in um and i have also you know there's branding exercises there's usp exercises so there's everything there that can take you through those steps and if you get to that step like that you can go back and keep on using those steps yeah and it's fine i mean they call it pivoting now don't they i prefer to call it evolving yeah we do evolve as people and as a business and that's perfectly okay as well
1: you know Mm -hmm. very much and you know you you talk about the fact that you can keep going back to it I I feel like it's quite evergreen in that sense then so once you're into the courses in this fabulous academy that you've created they're Mm -hmm. quite evergreen in that you can just keep then revisiting them as and when you want to is that is that right Eleanor well I think
0: we all even if we've been in business a few years it's handy to keep on going back and to the drawing board and make sure we've not missed anything along the way. Cause we do. I know I have, I didn't have a clear value proposition and sometimes I go back and change it. I, I have evolved myself more into info products and in as much as my courses. And that's the way I want to go rather than, than done for you works. So that's the way I see myself going. That's where I can now provide more value with the experiences i've had whereas when i first started out there's no way i could be the person i am now so the exercises i did when i first started out aren't going to be have the same yield the same result that they, they do now Mm. but yes the course goes through it's a um, 12 module course and it takes you through where to find clients how to best attract clients and also it's got things like what you should have in your contract it's got sample proposals it's got a sample sales script when you're on the phone of that awful client call oh my god that's terrifying what you can do sort of questions you should ask and it's even got a bit about uh, and a, a proposal for Upwork if for people who go online and use online job boards. so it's kind of everything that you could want
1: (laughs) that sounds really good so um let's talk about what your advice is if we look at your journey as a freelancer and obviously where you've come to today now where you've got this academy you're able to produce fabulous courses because of the experience you've had if I'm this new freelancer coming to you, or even like you say, one who's a bit stuck, because I kind of feel like they're at the same kind of, they probably need the same thing in many ways, don't they? Just like you say, going back, and go back to basics. Um, what, what's the things you would say to them in terms of advice?
0: Uh, the first thing I would say is you've got to really know what you're offering to clients and how they perceive it. So, really, understand the value you 're providing mm. and also the value you 're not providing. A lot of people get mixed up with that and can think oh well i 'm I'm, I'm worth so much with this whole this whole new value pricing apparently it 's new, but it 's not you know <laughs> yeah. the charge value pricing. so it's no it 's not a new thing um, so people can let their egos get away with them and yeah. think they are actually more valuable than what they are and that 's a hard thing you 've got to yeah. leave your ego at." the door yes I agree <laughs> because that will be key to you actually becoming successful and being able to provide more value to your clients yeah number two I'd say imposter syndrome deal with it because <laughs> otherwise that will follow you throughout your career you'll never right. get rid of it you've got to have a strong positive mindset or healthy habits that help you create that strong positive mindset And third I would say make as many friends in the freelancing uh, community or the business you're in as possible and collaborate with them do not compete yeah well, when i say don't compete yeah let, let, let's face it you are going to compete in, in in some sense of work it's better to collaborate than compete nine times out of ten
1: yeah well i agree <laughs> and the thing is you know it's like we've always said you're unique selling proposition is you so actually you know no one else can be me no one else can be eleanor um and we have to have real faith in that because it's it's very important in the grand scheme of things i could teach exactly the same as someone else teaches but they choose me because of me not because of my content you know, although they'll love my content, but that's the reason why they would ultimately pick me because there's that kind Mm -hmm. of, it's a gut reaction at the end of the day. It's how our brains work when we buy, isn't it? Because I talk about this in my book. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah,
0: I mean, you attract, you attract, you know, your vibe attracts, your tribe sort of thing, but it's so true. If you're really um, genuine, then you're going to attract people to align to you and your core values. But this all comes down to the, self-discovery exercises you do at the beginning to understand really who you are because you don't sometimes we've been in this kind of corporate shell and we forget we lose our own identity instead you know for a long time well i'm compliance manager that that is i identified myself by my job title and i think a lot of people do that it's really hard to get out of really hard
1: yeah, and, and some of the things I talk about is things like what are your core values? Because they come from when you're really young, from your childhood, yep. you know, and actually mm. they, they will be part of what makes you you. So you actually you'll probably mm. work alongside those values. That will be part of yes. why you do what you do and how you, how you come into the world, to, into the business world. So those mm. things, those kind of core traits, strengths, values that you already have had most of your life, Will be really mm. critical to your business
0: yeah absolutely That's
1: my dog can you hear my dog on the podcast then?
0: oh yeah he's allowed because i'm a dog lover so he's this is my one of my many canine supporters
1: <laughs> we do love our dogs don't we Eleanor? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I think this whole like self-discovery stuff is very important because take that through then into your business. There's that authentic side then. that That is your USP. That's why people trust you, like you. What is it? No like trust those all all those things start to kick in and that's the connection which I talk about a lot with my sales stuff is that connection side the human connection Mm -hmm. um so
0: people know when you're faking it because I see sometimes it might be easy like oh I really love so-and-so's brand I'm gonna you know bring of that some of that into myself it's like me if I was to suddenly dye dye my hair blue you know, that's not me. You know, mm. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with dyeing your hair blue, <laughs> but yeah. that wouldn't be me. That's not a part of my persona. And funny enough, uh, I had uh, a potential client contact me the other day and they wanted their copy done in a certain style. Of course, I'm a copywriter, so I can do it in many different ways. But I said no, because I I didn't want, I knew I wouldn't be happy doing that type of copy. I'm mm. not your sassy you know, badass or anything like that. That is not me. And I will, now I've got the the opportunity, if you like, I can say, no, that's not my client. And even if I needed that client, I'd say no, because I know I wouldn't bring value to that work.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. a massive point. That just there yeah. is a massive point because there, are, you know, when we're in a situation where we just really need to earn some money, it's so easy yeah. to take on those jobs that just earn yeah. you money, and they
0: always, always go wrong. Always, always. even they've only oh, had this platform, they were they were a bit of a pain in the yeah. back side. And then you take them on like, oh, I knew
1: that. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And not only that, I bet you they were the client who tried to badger you down on price as well. So they weren't even wanting to pay a good price for what you, the work you did. So no, I, I yeah. totally agree with you. And I know it's very easy to say, but actually I think trust yourself a bit more and be kind to yourself in that you know what you're good at because you do. We all actually know what we're good at. We just don't necessarily sit down and do that exercise and learn it, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and although this might sound a bit woo so woo, trust in the universe because once you've closed that one door to the client that's not suitable for you, you'll find that that opens for the space for something right for you to come along. Although, yeah, sometimes it's not that quick. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it. But you've—that's why you need to be prepared for those times that feast and famine cycle. And hopefully, if you build the right systems and processes in place, that won't happen or yeah. it'll be mitigated that you've got to yeah. mitigate that time and time you've got to mitigate that negative build-up of emotion as well as much as you can
1: yeah it's <laughs> so true so I kind of like to bust some myths with you how do you mm-hmm. feel about having a go at that okay okay <laughs> bust some myths around freelancing yeah. Well, what's what's happened? It's because I know how to bust myths against sales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I hear a lot of myths about sales going around. What's the stuff you hear going around about about freelancing that actually it's not quite true?
0: Uh, yeah. For, from the outset, charge what you're worth. From the outset, yeah. you're probably not worth that much, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. because you haven't had that experience. Don't get me wrong; some people are. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. But if you haven't got the experience or portfolio, you've got to start from where you are and build up on that. So that's number one. myth. you can't just walk into this uh, glitzy freelance or nine times out of ten, you can't. I'd say you'd be very lucky if you can and Mm. go for it. Absolutely. I'm not dismissing that. So, yes, this idea that uh, this whole value pricing thing that suddenly everybody's charging for their value. Well, uh, what is your value how are you defining that yeah the prices is a big thing and it's a subjective thing it's a very emotional thing and everybody's got an idea haven't they everybody's telling you when you first start out oh you need to charge this, or you need to start that stop go back to the drawing board and really think about your pricing you don't have to charge the same as everybody else but you do need to know how to properly position yourself so number one is the uh, definitely a myth buster charge what you were from the get-go
1: and I think um, as well... I mean, know what you're worth. That, that, that <laughs> Tell what you're worth, point.
0: actually, but yeah.
1: Well, yeah, but it's such a good point because, you know, actually it's not about the price. It's about the value you bring, but the value then has to be in some format that I, as your client, think is value because that's yes. value. It's not what you think is value as much as what's the value you bring to me as your client. Yes. Because yes, I might absolutely. say to you, Oh, well, I'm huge value, Eleanor. You know, I've been selling for over 30 years and uh, I wrote a book and uh, and I went on Dragon's Den. So I'm huge value. Well, you might not need what I've got in just that little piece. You might want me to be saying something else for you to think Mm -hmm. I've got value. So you you can't, you know, one of the big things I see happen. I mean, I know I'm going off a bit of a tangent because I see this, this is myth busting for the sales side of it, if you like. I see these people presenting and saying, so our company's been going for 30 years and we've had this client and we've got this award and I've done this and I've done that. And that's how they open their sales pitch because they Mm -hmm. think that that is value to their client. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean a thing, does not mean a thing. It means something at the end of the presentation if you want to put it there, it's what I call the icing on the cake. But at the moment, you're not telling me anything that's a benefit for me as your client. So that's value. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm very passionate about this value piece. And we see yeah. so often now, I think, in the online space, all of these people charging these huge price tags for their coaching um, and promising they're going to get you to six figures this, six figures that. It's a massive red flag for me, Eleanor. It's a massive red flag. Yeah,
0: it is for me. I mean, with going back to your clients, you've got to show them the transformation that you're going to give and deliver. (laughs) Yeah. And you just deliver it. See, this is where copywriting, uh, you see it a lot. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to write your copy and you're going to get this, that, and the other. Are you? Can Mm -hmm. you promise me that? No, you can't. You can't promise anything in this world. Yeah so you know that's the thing the other myth i would say is about branding uh there's a big uh, what branding actually is i think people get a bit confused and think it's the colors on your website and having pink all over your instagram yeah uh, feed yeah very nice <laughs> nothing wrong with it but that's not branding
1: no <laughs> oh.
0: you yeah, know that's that's visual that's the visual element of branding yes but it's not branding, your branding permeates everything you do, it's the way you deal with people, it's 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 your service, it's everything, so branding is not just, just the colours on your website, so mm-hmm. I'd say that's a big mix, so it's, you get, you know, branding, expects, oh, I'm gonna, you know, you, you should wear blue all day, or wear a pink hat, and that's part of your brand branding, and say the F word a lot, and you're like, eh? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not really my branding, is it, Unless you, unless you were born like that, or... That is who you are anyway. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people trying to be other people.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do. I agree with you. And I see so much of it. And that's why, and, and there's, there's got to be a reason why they're afraid to be themselves, you know, because that, that, that's kind of how I, I see it. So that's yeah. the bit they need to work on because we have to come into the world as us. If you don't yeah. like me, that's okay because not everyone's going to like you, not everyone's going to buy. Mm-hmm you know mm-hmm. it's okay and um, mm-hmm. so we've got to give ourselves a bit of a break don't you think sometimes
0: yeah stop the trying to you know another um, adage um, when you market into to everyone you market marketing to no one. good so you repel the people who don't like you fantastic <laughs>
1: <That's right. laughs> they'll talk about you won't they <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly what's well, it they say no pr is bad pr <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well i'm not so sure about that no i know yeah <laughs> Ratner's found that out pretty
1: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, although I think he's bounced back. He's still, still making money somewhere, I think, Eleanor. So yeah, I think he's bounced back somewhere. So but Yeah, yeah um, and, I think yeah. branding's a really good one. It's It's so much more than just the colours on your logo, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. it's about everything that you do, your voice, how you put your content out, how you serve your customers. It's It's everything, mm-hmm. isn't it? And again, if you're not authentic with branding, you're going to come unstuck because people will see the disparity, won't they? So it's not going to work, is it? So, So,
0: you know, later on down the line. And the third thing I would say really is there is no one way. I think a lot of people think there's only one way to do something. There's all sorts of different ways Mm. to do things. There's all sorts of different ways. Your path might not be the same as somebody else's so just because you're in an online business group and everyone's saying don't do that hey try it yeah. be willing to try things out i mean I, I know this because i found every time i said i'm never doing that i end up doing it and i actually is quite successful for me for example i was always against job uh, boards like upwork because you know their bidding sites are like a race to the bottom for freelancers and then i took a course on it Uh, a friend of mine was running a course so i took his course and lo and behold i was successful on upwork which i'd always for years told people don't go there don't go there (laughs) you know you know i'm now a top rated freelancer on on upwork and it didn't take me long i just applied a system that's it and i thought well i've done that now that isn't that good i've done something and then i can teach other people how what the system i use so you know work. always be learning don't fall for one strict prescriptive way of doing things
1: yeah I agree I, I love that so much I think that's how I looked at creating my own methodology around sales mm. I didn't want it to be now you need to say this now you need to do this now you need to go here not, I, that's I mean,
0: what I love about your your methodology because it allows you to grow and evolve and you can use it whatever way you like it really does it really your methodology is a catalyst I see it as a catalyst for huge growth and, and potential in others and also you can keep on going back to your book and looking at things and go oh, yeah, oh,
1: yeah. yeah yeah and that's what I wanted it to be because I think all I'd had in my sales career was this training this tell training oh. telling you how mm. to do it this is how you do it this is how and actually you won't close business unless you do it like this Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting, isn't it? Because that that world is out there and it's very prominent, I think, especially in the online space. This is how you have to do it. Um, And I find that quite scary because there's so many people when they're new at it, of course, they're going to be clinging on to those, you know, every word that someone says, they'll be holding on to it and Mm -hmm. following it because they don't know any, any better. So it's a bit of a minefield out there as well, isn't it, Eleanor, I think?
0: It is a minefield, and that's why when you start out, it's it's important that you really understand, as you say, do these self-discovery exercises and understand who you are and bring that strength out. Just because you're an introvert doesn't mean you can't have a great brand as well. Uh, Mm. But, you know, you don't have to be an extrovert to be a freelancer. No. Or... Or any service you're providing, if you're a freelancer, an entrepreneur, or you know, service company, at the end of the day, it's all about, in my mind, bringing value. I know the V word. Yeah. However, and what that bringing value to your clients, yeah. and also really understanding who you are, being yourself, and stand, standing in your own power. I'd say.
1: Mm. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. We talked. Um, we, we touched earlier on um, kind of value and price, didn't we? And um, we've seen quite a lot in January. Uh, obviously, standard, isn't it? Beginning of the year, quite a lot of people out there with their offers, their pitches, their price um, increases. <laughs> price increases. What
0: happened in this? Oh, I guess it was Christmas. I guess you got to pay for Christmas. But <laughs> why do I? Why should I pay for your Christmas? <laughs> yeah. That's the
1: thing, isn't it? I don't understand that. I don't understand why it
0: has to be January.
1: No, well, I think you're
0: giving me a different service. Yeah,
1: it's it's just a it's that kind of end of the year um, milestone place where everybody makes New Year resolutions. Everybody puts their prices up. Everybody does something different and new. Um, Actually, I think one of my advices would be to entrepreneurs and freelancers. Always be doing new things, always, every month, do it, not just in January, that would be good. But also I think this whole, um, I'm putting my prices up thing, I still don't think, and people will disagree with me, I don't think we need to announce that to the world. I think when someone wants to do business with you, you have your discovery call, you find out what they really need, you you show them your value, you give them your price. Mm
0: -hmm. That's how
1: I feel about it you know I, I just think this whole banding prices around all the time and saying my prices are going up is that that scarcity thing yeah but you said that didn't you it's like this scarcity yeah, it's marketing. <laughs> marketing, now, yeah. <laughs> yeah but the trouble is when so many people do it it becomes transparent and then actually we, we start questioning it a bit and thinking well hang on a minute is it is everybody then doing it and so well what what does that mean and I, I guess I'm a sceptical old sales coach, Eleanor, really, if I think about it, but this time of year, Yeah, I think really if
0: possible. you're putting together an offer, like a black Friday offer, like you and I did, and that that's the time. Cause everybody's like, yeah, it's black Friday. Yeah. I'm going to go and get my super offers. I think that's a completely different thing, but to just keep on discounting and, telling people your prices are going up all the time come on it it gets tiresome
1: doesn't it it does and it becomes confusing and then actually your focus is on price more than it is on the what the value is you're getting within that that transaction as well so Mm -hmm. but that's just my take on it i think it's just that time of year where you just feel like you're bombarded and everybody suddenly comes out the woodwork because they've suddenly got energy in january but by february it gets all a bit quieter again doesn't it (laughs) Maybe February is the month to do it, Eleanor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so you, we've done some uh, pieces of advice, for freelancers. We've done some myth busting. What else do we want to tell these guys when they're, they're coming out into the freelancing world? What's the truth that we really want to tell them, Eleanor? We've given them a lot to be fair in this podcast, I think.
0: I think we, we were given enough of I in mean, to find out the secrets. Yeah, that's it. There you go. The truth is there are no secrets. No, so exactly. anyone who knows you, this anything like the secrets <laughs> of
1: freelancing. There are no secrets. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> there are systems and processes, but they ain't secrets. No, no, they're not. They're definitely not. Well, I mean, I think the best thing to do if you're really listening in, wanting to know more, is to absolutely go to Eleanor's Academy, her utterly compelling Academy, yeah,
0: and I'll go and buy some
1: of her courses. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a compelling freelance. it's a video course. Don't worry, you don't get me you don't get a picture of me the whole time, only the intro. Uh but I do talk you through the slides. There's plenty of um downloads and exercises for you. So yeah, just get in touch and uh
1: it could be the course that sets you up for success yeah completely and I think that's the point isn't it you know just just if you feel like it's something for you and it feels good and you trust it then just do it don't do a million courses don't keep um, buying coaching you know I've seen oh, this before you can just
0: go through your life doing that yeah. you can become a course junkie yes if that yeah. course is at the end of that course you can't think you can't see that that's given you any results or you haven't taken action then don't do any other courses take action on the courses you've already done absolutely
1: (laughs) and that's the key isn't it really it's as much as it's amazing you know the content you give is amazing i'm not just saying that because i've done your linkedin course so i do know that for a fact but also you and i have become friends we talk a lot We exchange advice, which is brilliant. And so I know that you're good at what you do. I know you're very good at what you do. Well, actually, you wrote the foreword in my book. So, of course, I wouldn't have asked you to do that if I didn't think you were (laughs) great at what you did. But the point is that, you know, there are so many people do go and buy course after course or buy coaching program after coaching program. They usually end up saying they're all a load of rubbish. But mainly, well, there's two things I think. They get very confused because they're all different. And so they don't know what to do first. And the second thing is they don't take the action on the stuff they've learned. And of course... Yeah. Kind of funded- and people
0: are looking for a magic bullet. Yeah. I know kind of In fact that some people will go straight to on my course, straight to the pricing section and straight to how to find clients section, rather than doing the bits, the foundational work up front. And then you're like, that's not going to serve you well. No. You've got to... And you've got to build the foundation. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Same with my stuff, live it, love it, sell it. That's exactly the same stuff, isn't it, Eleanor? You start yeah. with that live it stuff before mm. you even start going on the sales road trip. You've got to be able to know what your mindset is and yeah. who you are and absolutely. your whys and stuff. So, yeah, mm. completely great, great advice. I mean, I can't thank you enough. It's so cool talking to you. I love it. I could talk to you forever. I always no. say that. but it's good because it's good stuff and it's important stuff and it's it's actually simple that's the other thing it's not complicated and overwhelming at all it's simple and it is about finding the right people and surrounding you yourself with good people I love that it's about collaboration not competition this is massive now you know Mm -hmm. so so get into that frame of mind where you find something that really works for you something simple something you trust work mm-hmm. through it and then take action and quite mm-hmm. frankly that's your course so yeah. there's no more to be said really on that one is there <laughs> we're done not that this was a sales pitch because it's not actually it was quite a serious conversation in my my point of view was i really wanted to talk about the truth stuff Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of noise out there as we said mm-hmm. earlier. I think there's a lot of noise and I think it's very overwhelming. Um yeah. I hope our noise rises above some of that other noise so that people can really hear what authentic and genuine people are doing in this space. Um yeah, so exactly. that they realize there's some really good stuff out there because there is. Yeah. So there's good stuff but
0: there's also some you know uh, we're in desperate times. The whole world's in desperate times. People all do desperate uh, measures for you know, to get to get ahead, and unfortunately, yeah. it means that some people will be less honest than what they probably want to yeah. be. So,
1: and yeah. and you know, trust your gut. Trust your gut. If something's hugely expensive, then find out what the value is in having to pay such a big price yeah. tag. And if it doesn't feel right, do not pay it. You know, honestly, I'm, no. that's how I really feel about this now. And um, you know, I just we we don't trust our guts enough, but our mm. guts tell us a lot of truth. So if it does I think do sometimes when it, we
0: go for these big, high price things, it's almost we're trying to validate the purchase, isn't yeah. it? It is this is same how uh, luxury shopping and how people get you to buy things. I know a bit about that. I'm a copywriter. Mm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Almost, for your and, scenes, uh, yeah. it's, it's your fault, my fault. <laughs> it's all my
0: fault. It's all your <laughs> fault. Sometimes purchases you're validating something else. There's another well, mostly purchases you would buy on emotion. Think about mm-hmm. what you you really are trying to fulfill when you're going on these really high expensive courses if you can't afford it or if it's not providing you the value what are you doing it for is there something you're avoiding perhaps freelancing's not for you
1: well yeah that's so true as well Mm -hmm. like like we say not everyone's going to buy not everyone is going to be a freelancer you know no but yeah i it was it was a great chat because it's really pulled in some key points for me so you know kind Mm -hmm. of the advice stuff starting at the foundations Just start there at the beginning because if you rush to get to the middle, you've missed some of those really vital elements that are important for that whole journey. You know, so, Mm. so do that, take that time to do that stuff. It's really important, but also just think about things like, you know, what do you really love doing? What are you really good at? Go out as unique you stop the comparatonitis easily said than done but stop it Um, Mm and and just trust that you've got a massive value to bring into the world but build that value because when like like you said earlier when you first start you can't go out with these big price tickets because what's that based on so so just go out with good value build the business in an authentic way um and i think trust trust your gut and surround yourself with amazing people yeah. Surround yourself with amazing people. Like me and yeah. Ella. <laughs> so who Who's going to get in touch with you, Eleanor? And how are they going to do it? Who do you want to get in touch with you and how do they do it?
0: Uh, I'll leave the link to my website, but you can contact me on LinkedIn or, uh, you know, I've got a website, Creative Copywriting, i will drop the links, but... Um, also as I said on LinkedIn just get in contact with me if you want me to tell you a bit more about the course and i drop the links to the, the course um, below <laughs> below <Yeah. laughs> I don't even they know when the gonna be, they will but, yeah. be below is
1: going to be it will be a below depending <laughs> on whether you're listening on um, iTunes or whether you're listening on SoundCloud we're now on Spotify as well so you will everywhere I know you know me Eleanor Um, But there will always be a narrative with each podcast just to give you some background. And in there is where I always put the links. So you'll be able to find all the links for Eleanor and her courses. And it's for guys who are starting out. But equally, you said anyone who's a little bit kind of stuck, maybe just wants to sort of move on a bit um, at um, a better pace
0: yeah and who wants to know about systems and processes you need to have in place such as proposals contracts all those other little things that make your business actually function and work properly because yeah. that's a big part as well but we won't go into that because we'll be here at another hour or oh, something
1: my yeah so, but it's good because we've kind of done the mindset stuff but we've also touched on the fact that you'll also get that practical stuff from this course so you are oh yeah, yeah.
0: there's tons of practical stuff and yeah checklists for things you should have in your contracts and mm. just things like that that helps you with the process because if you don't have a process you, you can soon find that your clients start falling through the cracks pretty yes. quickly yes. And, and that that could be pretty frightening as well no, it's <laughs> I've, amazing I've done it myself
1: <laughs> I know I think we've all done it though and I guess like that's how you learn from the mistakes you've made oh, yeah. anyway so so we're learning from a master here which is great as well but thank you so much I'm really excited about your academy I think that it's the reason I'm excited is because you have all of this amazing experience and it's great that you've put it into that format so that others can tap into it that's really good I love that you've done that thank, so you. thank you thank you for that <laughs> So, um, if you've enjoyed listening to Eleanor and I waffling together, having a human conversation, putting the world of uh, um, freelancing to rights, then uh, please subscribe, whichever channel you're on. Please leave a comment if you love it, because that's the way to do it. And we hope that you're going to join us again. I'm sure Eleanor's going to be here again because this is a. Yeah, sp- I'm going to be here again. again
0: gate crashing your podcast yeah she's
1: kind of making a regular appearance uh, gently isn't she onto the podcast but um please tune in uh, there's a lot of podcasts being recorded in the next couple of weeks that i'll be putting out there so we are getting proper active on the human conversation very excited mm. about that and thank you for listening and joining us we will see you again very very soon ta thank now. you bye, bye.
0: You've just been listening to the Human Conversation podcast with Jules White. To find out more about the other work that Jules does, please visit her website, www.liveitloveitssellit.co.uk. And if you enjoyed the podcast, then please do leave a rating and review on the platform you use to enjoy her show. Thanks for listening and see you next time.